What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you doing? We're having a Zoom party tonight, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I have no idea who's popping in. Um, Let's talk about the scenes. Okay. Let's that. We had to have one. I'm glad it got out of the way early. What the hell, are you just bored? What a perfect way to start. Oh, Danny, come. There we go. Now they get blocked. It's real easy. Let's see. It's good stuff. What are you drinking? Daniel Stanley, where are you from? Uh, I'm from uh, northern Wisconsin. And you're drinking what? Crown. And uh, I like light. Oh, yeah. Gotta have a chase. Wisconsin, maybe if you don't have Wisconsin yeah. beer here, we kick you the fuck out. That's how we. I'll put the wrong guy in. I had to make sure it wasn't you, Tony. Uh -huh. Tony, you're muted. Chris no. Allen's in the house. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> we, got, we got some kids that are popping off. This is good stuff. This is what <laughs> I needed this to be. Chris, did you miss that beginning? Yes. What happened? What I missed? We had some uh, we had some kids asking to see some dirty stuff. <laughs> guys, we got this is big. Guys, we got a we got a pro baseball player joining us. This oh. your boy, Chris? Is is Matt on? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Is this your boy? That's boy, that's my boy. We got a big leaguer. We got an all star coming in. That's that. That's my good brother. Chris, what are you doing, bud? Look at my man. <laughs> it's a family reunion. What are we doing here? This you're, you're you're in a whole different whole different level right now. My my man Castio, best podcast in the country. You're gonna <laughs> really? be on it, Matt. You're gonna be on it. I just ordered a Casio for Christmas for myself. Sweet. The watch or the keyboard? The G Shock uh, heart rate monitor thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's Matt Caps at? It looks like it's daylight. I'm in Atlanta. It's definitely not daylight. See there? Oh, you just got good lighting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the I... living room. Kids are in bed. My wife's running around somewhere doing something. I don't know. And mine's, my, mine's watching The Bachelor. The Bachelor. We got the voice on. I had to get up and turn it down. <laughs> My wife is like two feet from me asleep on my couch. So. We got Tony Mack in here, who is a sports radio host who is playing video games. Uh, we've got an MLB guy who is watching The Voice. Chris Allen is one of the biggest sports fanatics I know. He's got The Bachelor. Uh, I'm, it's Monday Night Football and Raw, and I'm hosting a podcast. And Daniel Stanley's in Wisconsin drinking. Who's playing Monday Night Football? Browns, Browns Ravens. Pretty good game, actually. I got that on. Nice. I got to turn it on. How does Matt Caps and Chris Allen know each other? Oh, man. That's a good question. How do we yeah. know each other, Chris? So uh, my, Carter, my, I guess? Yeah, my, my college roommate is his brother-in-law. What kind of Mari Povich shit is I that? I know, right? I know, right? So, so my, so Brian, my college roommate, married Matt's sister-in-law. That's right. And then, and then Matt, Matt, and I became friends through Brian, and uh, and the rest is history. 
<laughs> We've known each other for what, 10 years now, probably? I don't know, something like that. Has it been that long? Probably pretty close. Long enough to remember when you didn't drink out of tiny green cups. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I, I, my hand's just so big, it makes it look bad. <laughs> You're like Andre. <laughs> What's in the green cup, buddy? It's just ice water right now. But, you know, that can be changed quickly. Caps <laughs> has got a drink. Caps has got a nightcap. That's what you need yeah. a podcast called, The Nightcap. The Nightcap. That, that's a nice one. I like nightcap. that. That's a good too. idea. Yeah. You need a podcast, Matt. Matt Schiavone in the house. What's up? He's in Atlanta. How we doing? I was randomly scrolling through Twitter and this popped up and I said, fuck it, why not? <laughs> What's we that? We got D Carp in the house. We got uh, Doug Holiday. What's coming in here? There he is. I'm here. He's at the North Pole, guys. <laughs> Pretty much. Where are you, dude, for real? <laughs> Out of fucking iceberg. What's it called? Newfoundland. Yeah, maybe I've heard of it. Okay, guys, it's near the North Pole. Is that for real? You're really, you're really up in Newfoundland? Yeah. Yeah. Can't you tell by his internet? <laughs> it's got to go through all that ice and snow. D-Carp, what's up, buddy? Oh, not much. How you guys doing? D-Carp was wanting me to sing Elvira, I believe. Was that you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I went to the Oak Ridge Boys Friday night, fellas. Where was that? Gaylord Opryland, the widest oh. place on earth. <laughs> you, you all know the who fake snow, of course. All the fake gotta, snow and ice. You're going to have to tell Dad you went. He'd lose his shit. <laughs> Is he an Oak Ridge Boys guy? Yeah, big time. Giovanni, we got a, we got a big leaguer He starts talking about here. it, I just immediately just... Who's a big leaguer? <laughs> Matt Caps is in the house, all-star, son. Oh, no shit. Yeah. How's it going, Matt? <laughs> hey, Matt, how are you? Matt, you're in Atlanta. <laughs> <Good man. here. laughs> What's that? I hear you live in Atlanta also. No, I actually live in... Uh, I live right outside New York. I live in Jersey City, in Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's fucking freezing, and we got snow on the way. I thought Doug's probably like, yeah, that's cheap. <laughs> yeah, uh, come, on come on down south. Yeah, I should. I'm trying. That's where you're that, – Tony's in Atlanta, isn't he? His yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Yep, he's in Atlanta. Uh, Matt, uh, everybody that doesn't know Matt Schiavone's dad is Tony Schiavone, who former WCW and everybody wrestler, uh, announcer now at AEW. Also – the Braves, uh, the Braves minor league affiliate announcer. Is he still doing that? He or did he finally retire? He done, man. He he got that he got that ton of combine. I was like, I don't need this shit anymore. He got wrestling <laughs> money and got out of the minor leagues. Yeah, who's he, who's minor he, uh, leagues. Minor leagues is that's brutal, man. That's a brutal schedule. Who was the announcer for? Tough. I mean, the Braves uh, uh, AAA team. The Gwinnett, the yeah, the Gwinnett Stripers. Mm -hmm. um, but he was working. I mean, Matt, you might be able to speak on this better, but like he would, they they'd play every day, and they get one day off a month. From yeah, that's what that's what people don't from understand. Like April about. till September. Yeah, the baseball schedule. The toughest part of the baseball schedule is it's. I mean, it's 162 games, but it's 162 games played in a 180 day window. And yep. four of those off days are together at the all-star break. So it's, I mean, it, it is literally every day, day in, day yeah. out. Who was your, uh, yeah, were you in the Pirates farm system? I was, yeah. I spent most of my career with the Pirates. Came up, came up with them. Um, drafted by them, came up to the big leagues with them. So I spent 2002, three, four, and half of 05 in the minor leagues uh, with Pittsburgh. And they made it to the big leagues and, in 05 and stayed there until I got hurt in 12. And then I was with the Indians, or I'm sorry, the Cleveland Baseball Club. There you go. In uh, 2013 <laughs> and 14. Had my shoulder fixed <laughs> with them. And then Atlanta for a couple of months. Yeah, I was about to say, I went right? Arizona. Yeah, I remember you, you were in Atlanta for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Basically. Short period of time. Yeah. You signed yeah, with them when they traded you, or did right? you get traded there? Say that again. I'm sorry. 
You got you, did you sign with the Braves and get traded or, or opposite? I signed as a minor league free agent when I was coming off a of rehab uh, shoulder surgery and they released me. I, I wasn't any good anymore, so they let me go. <laughs> what about your time in Minnesota? I'm a season ticket holder. You are? Yeah. I had I had a I had a couple of good years in Minnesota. I had one not so good year in Minnesota. Uh, that's when I got <laughs> hurt in in 2012. Yeah. No, uh second deck, very first row even with third base. I got four seats. Okay. Okay. I got you. We enjoyed our time in Minnesota. That's a that's a it's a great town in the summertime. Yeah, the winters suck up here. I'm in northern know. Wisconsin. It takes me two hours to get there, but oh. it's freeway driving. I don't know how you do it in the wintertime. It's freeway driving, he said. Yeah, we don't know any different, so we just assume that uh, everything is. Uh, yeah. yeah, I get it. I went yeah. up one time in January for Twins Fest, and I was complaining to the bartender about how cold it was. It's like negative 16, negative 45 wind chill, something like that. And he handed me a cup of coffee and I watched and told me to go outside and throw it in the road. And I watched it bounce off the road. It just kind of like disintegrated and then just, uh, it's not supposed to happen. Was that in Gaston? No, it was in uh, Bemidji, I believe. Well, Bemidji. Definitely not Gadsden. Jeff, Jeff York is in here, and he missed the beginning of that. He thought you're like a hometown dude. Gadsden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gadsden gets that cold every now and then. Uh, no, Matt Caps was telling us when he played professional ball in Minnesota, Jeff. I'm, I'm glad you reserved him back to Etowah County, Alabama. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know he's going sleeveless. He does have our uniform on. That's his church clothes. <laughs> That's right. One thing I can do is drag the group down. <laughs> D-Carp, where are you at? I am in uh, up in Ohio watching the uh, Browns game on my uh, Chromebook next to the monitor here. I was about to say, that's pretty big if you're getting away from uh, getting away from uh, night football. The more I watch them, the worse they do. So I try to, like, avoid them and just kind of hope they win. It's I think I'm cursed, or Ohio's cursed in general, one of the two. I think the second one. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Ohio, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds accurate. Caps, you got any superstitions when you went out? Uh, I never stepped on the line. I ate the same thing for lunch when I had a good day. Uh, no, what do you eat? Not the well. It depends. A lot of something. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't think I really had any super – well, I shouldn't say that. The The biggest ones were when I was getting dressed, I put my belt on before I put my pants on. So I put my belt into the pants before I put my pants on. Um, I don't know why I started that, and the legs couldn't touch the ground. The legs so, of the pants? Legs of the pants couldn't touch the ground as I was putting the belt in. What so happened to well, it happened a lot in 2012, so we won't talk about that. So if it happened, did you just start over, or what, what was the – how did you erase it? I didn't. That's why Daniel and all his twins buddies didn't really like me in 2012. I got you. <laughs> no, we really didn't. His nickname in 2012 for Twins fans was Caps Off Another Loss. Oh, oh no. Geez. Oh. Did you know Sorry. that? I liked you. I liked I you. Didn't know that. Look at him, he's disgusted now. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that was a little thing going around. Well, right by oh, my gosh. seats is the Captain Morgan station. Say <laughs> 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 the boy the, the boys in the upper deck have no mercy, do they? No, we really don't. Uh <laughs> well, I was at the game for Jim Tomey's 596th and 597th home run. Yeah. And they intentionally walked them. Yeah. And we're they're playing the Mariners. And like a Mariners fan did the engagement thing that they do for like a kiss cam. Booed. And then people started throwing stuff at them. Because <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, Don't wear the opposing team's jerseys when we're at oh, Jim Tommy back back. And now we gotta get them intentionally walked. So it was already a hostile crowd. Oh, and yeah. then 
And people thought they should get engaged at a, another team's stadium, and we weren't having it. Yeah, who does that? I, that doesn't make much sense. Huh? Uh, no, none. They were she doing a public shame. I don't know. They were doing one of those. We go to every baseball stadium as a couple thing. So and we'll I do just, it, but don't get on the big screen. For real, yeah. How long? Don't get on the big. Uh, that was a little while ago. It's whenever it was the year Tommy hit six hundred. So they twice that. Yeah, because he was uh, he was a twins killer. Jim told me he was. I wished horrible things upon him and his yeah, family. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was a twins killer. One game to go into the playoffs. We had that one play-in game. We lose one nothing. Why? Tommy hit a home run when he was a stock and when he was an Indian. He was a twins killer. <laughs> How many fake engagements do you think that couple did at every stadium they went to? You think they tried to do that say. gimmick every single time? Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, I didn't think about that angle. I'm just thinking how badly the divorce went. Oh, <laughs> is that a popular thing to do? To battle over a goldfish in that divorce. I feel like Daniel looked over and was like, "This caps off another divorce." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't throw anything, but I went, ooh, that's bad, because they were getting booed right away. I was like, they just intentionally walked Jim Tomey, who hit 597. Fans want to see a third home run. That's right. The they did it 15 birds. times. Oh, they did the boo birds, and then did you look it up, Descartes? No, I'm just detective work, that's all. I'm just assuming. Because uh, his I first, his Matt, first Matt, you, <clears throat> Matt, you pitched in Yankee Stadium. How was that? That was fun. Uh, the old one was better than the new one. Uh, the new one is, I mean, it's really, really nice, but like the, the aura around old Yankee stadium was pretty awesome. So Wrigley was probably my favorite though, just because it, I mean, when you were in Wrigley, you felt like it was the same as it was in, you know, the 1930s and mm -hmm. visiting clubhouses above the concourse and you walk down these steps and there's like a, um, basically like a curtain that separates you from the fans, you know, so you hear people walking through the concourse and you can poke your head through the curtain and you can see out there. And then you have to walk down this long tunnel. So the visiting clubhouse is actually in the right field bleachers underneath the right field bleachers above the concourse. And you walk all the way down the dugout uh, right by first base. And it's not wide enough. If the catcher is walking towards you, <clears throat> you have to stop and like back up and find a little cutout in the tunnel for him to pass by because he's got all his gear and his bag and whatnot. But if, <laughs> if two people, if one guy's walking towards you and you're walking down, uh, walking up to the clubhouse and you're walking down to the field, you literally have to turn sideways to pass each other. Mm. It's, 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 it's neat. It's cool. You ever pitch many in Boston? You know what? I went to Boston twice, and I, I never got into a game there. Just curious how I was just always curious how how much of a of a uh, uh, best friend the Green Monster would be to uh, to a guy who don't want to give up too many home runs. Yeah, um, I mean, I tried to keep the ball on the ground when I was good. Guys hit the ball on the ground, so the monster wouldn't have come into play hmm. a whole lot for me. Uh, Daniel might disagree. But uh, when 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 I when I was when I was good, I kept the ball on the ground. I wasn't a swing and miss guy. Um, you know, I wasn't good enough to try and miss bats. So I tried to pitch to contact and keep the ball down. And uh, when I did, I, I had a lot of lot of success. When I didn't, I got hit and I got hit hard. Um, tell but tell, the, tell them about tell them about when you got Poppy out in the All Star game. Here we go. See, Chris knows the good stories. <laughs> That was fun. Uh, so I made the All-Star <laughs> team in 2010. 2010 was was a great year. Um, I had gotten non-tendered by the Pirates after the 09 season and then signed with Washington. Uh, there was a good opportunity to, to go to Washington, be the closer, and kind of reestablish. And I had a great year. I had a great first half. Uh, made the All-Star team. Awesome experience. It was out in Anaheim. And, um, you know, Charlie Manuel – was the manager. The Phillies went to the World Series in 09, so it was National League. He was a manager for our team um, that year, and they had a big meeting before the game. You know, we've got 30-something guys here and X amount of pitchers. You know, if you warm up and you don't pitch, you're not going to get in the game. We're not going to risk 
getting somebody hurt in, you know, a, a quote unquote uh, exhibition game. So the bullpen coach came up to me in the sixth inning, I believe, and said, hey, Doc's going out to pitch. Today's the bullpen day. So he's got 25 pitches, but uh, you need to get up, get going. Uh, Doc being Roy Halliday. So, I mean, I got up, I got a baseball, I stood on the mound, and in my mind I'm thinking, this is Roy Halladay, 25 pitches, you know, his bullpen day. Gosh, Doc Halladay. I mean, he he throws four innings on 25 pitches. Yeah. Like, I just, <laughs> I just knew I wasn't going to pitch. So I'm, like, literally trying to take it all in. I'm looking around. I've thrown, like, two or three pitches with the catcher standing up, and all of a sudden I'm looking out on the field, and there's two guys on, and it's a full count on this hitter. And I'm like, oh, geez. Um, he gets the guy out. So now there's two outs, two guys on base. And I see Charlie Manuel walking up the steps. I've thrown maybe five throws with, with a catcher down. It's like, oh, shit, I got to get hot. So I just started rapid fire and trying to throw as many as I could at the catcher, as hard as I could, just to get my body kind of ready to go out and compete. And um, I remember running through the gate and um, crossing the – the warning track running through the outfield. I get to the mound. Charlie hands me the ball. He goes, all right, now you got two outs, two guys on two outs, go get them. And, and Brian McCann is standing there. So I played with, with McCann in high school. Um, so I've known Mac for 20 something years now. And um, Mac looks at me and he goes, what do you want to do? And I said, who are we facing? Didn't even know who was on deck. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, I look around his shoulder and there's David Ortiz and I'm like, all right, well, um, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's get ahead of him. Let's finish him off hard in. So, um, as the plan would, would turn out, uh, instead of getting ahead of him, I fell behind two of, and then, um, Brian went fastball away. I threw a fastball for a strike, got back in the count at two, one. Then I went sinker away. Um, and he came unglued out of his shoes, swinging at it. Unfortunately, just fouled it back. Uh, and then Mac put down slider. I shook, put down change up. I shook, he put down fastball away. I shook. And then, I mean, I don't throw anything else. So he should have known what I was, what I was wanting, but it was like, it hit him. He goes, Oh yeah. <laughs> and then went fastball in. And I, I, I executed a good pitch through a fastball in the inside corner and struck him out looking. Mm. Looking. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. It was fun. And then like two weeks later, I got traded in Minnesota and um, I had the time of my life, August and September in Minnesota. We were really, really good. We were a good ball club. And um, first opportunity to, to and only opportunity in my career to play in the playoffs. And we just couldn't pull it out. We ran into the, the dreaded Yankees. Hmm. Did you, did, did, were, were you the winning pitcher of that all-star game? Were you the recorded winning I pitcher? I was. So we were down by one run and then uh, McCann actually right. came up in the, in the top of the seventh and hit a two RBI double uh, that gave us a lead and we held on to it. Is, is Chris, you should pay Chris to be like your professional hype man. This dude I, mean, I am his hype man. I am I telling you. This is the greatest uh, podcast I've ever hosted. I, I'm driving <laughs> over to Huntsville next weekend, Chris. I'll slip you a 20. Come on, brother. Come Come on. Check out I just, Toyota I, I just bought here. this. Oh, there it went away. I just bought this, by the way. Did you really? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Love Danny, that. you can't you can't wear that in the stands. People will throw stuff at you. Uh, I'll tell them you're a cool dude, and I'll I'll bullshit you in a good way. Don't worry. Bullshit. <laughs> you probably you probably just made what like eleven cents off of that. But yeah, no, I don't I don't make anything off of any of it anymore. Nah, that's bootlegged. No, it's official twin store. It's official. <laughs> It says so right right in the right in the website title, so you know it's good. There you go. Yeah. You I got free shit about description. It says it. Keep talking about how bad of a year 2012 was. Well, it wasn't great for us Braves fans either. Wasn't that the uh, infield fly for Chipper? I believe so. His yeah. last yeah, it game. Was. It was brutal. Yeah, it was. So. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. you guys had the whole 90s, so you don't get the talk. <laughs> I was just then. I don't remember it all that much. <laughs> I was a kid watching them. You had Greg Maddox, who looks like my accountant, just striking <laughs> everybody out. Oh and Smoltz. Smoltz, Maddox, Glavin. Glavin. 
And Avery. Oh, God. Lamar Jackson. And and the crime dog, Fred McGriff. God, I love the crime dog. (laughs) Should be a Hall of Famer. We had the cat and the dog. Atlanta had the cat and the dog. They had big cat later. The big cat. Andres Galarraga. Yes, big cat. That's what I call My favorite is still Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones's stats at Old Shea Stadium was just ridiculous. Like his batting average is like 500. His son's he name is Shea. He named his son Shea, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you look him up, it's ridiculous. It's like 455 batting average. It's just ridiculous how bad he killed the Mets. I don't know who. I don't know who arranged this, but you know how they were doing all like the cardboard cutouts at the beginning of the year in the stands and all this stuff. I don't know if Chipper paid for it, but somebody paid for it in the Mets stadium. Chipper was right behind the third base dugout. It's a cardboard cutout. And his son, his son too. His son's cutout was right there with him. It was probably because he still makes fun of how good he was against the Mets just to piss off Mets fans. I probably was. <laughs> that would too. Who wouldn't, right? Exactly. Chaos, when you went out, you said you had a bad year. You was in the threes. I'm looking it up. 2012? Yeah, you had three six. I know, but I got hurt. I got hurt early and then tried to pitch through it and um, tried to get back on the field a little too early, actually twice. I came off the DL. um, I don't remember what month it was. May, June, uh, June, probably. And then um, I tried to get back out there before the trade deadline because they were talking about trading me. And um, that was probably the worst thing I could have done. And then I, I missed like a month and a half, close to two months, and was able to get back out on the field for the last 10 or 12 games of the season, something like that. And then that was about it for me. Well, that was it for me in the big leagues. Um, what was your I Sorry. I tore the I tore the bicep interval in my labrum, um, my shoulder. So I had a cuff. Yeah, those are a lot of words that I've never heard. So I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't have yeah, those <laughs> So your arm fell off, basically. Is what you're saying. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. So you you now have a metal arm. I I've got some sti- I've got some permanent sutures um, in the bicep interval tendon, which is the tendon in the front of your shoulder that holds your bicep tendon in the head of the humerus and keeps it from flopping around when you move. Oh, man. Uh, I've never typed hard enough to tear anything like that. <laughs> I think a lot of Braves fans got that when they threw stuff on the field that day in 2012, too. So. Fair chance. <laughs> Fair chance. Antonio, how'd you become a Braves fan and a Browns fan? He's oh, well, so I grew up – well, I grew up in Tennessee. I, I'm a Browns – I'm not a Browns fan. I'm just wearing a Baker jersey. I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan. He's an Oklahoma okay. fan. Oh, I'm an Oklahoma fan, yeah. My stepdad, uh, he's been my stepdad since I was like five years old. He uh, he grew up in Seminole, Oklahoma, which is just about an hour outside of Norman. So, grew up a big Oklahoma fan. It's weird doing radio, sports radio in Alabama, not having an SEC team as your favorite. But my wife's a big Auburn fan, so I live that misery every day. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Giovanni. I know it's coming. Come on. Giovanni's the Georgia family in here. Come on. Oh, man. Go dogs, buddy. I'm so glad you guys forked over $21 million to tow his ass out of town. That's that's at least one player he won't be able to recruit. Here we go. You cheating motherfuckers. Oh, he ain't the only Georgia fan. Oh, my God. I'll never forgive you guys for that fucking scam that you guys pulled. I love he says you guys. Like, there's people involved yeah. in here. I like I you got like the heat going. You're not a booster, Casio? Yeah, I'm a booster. Yeah. yeah. I'm in yeah, a booster seat dogs. right now. It's, it's like church on the money jar. That's how boosters work. What I'm feeling is we, we probably need to just give him the floor for a few minutes. I think he's got some stuff to work out. Yeah, get it off your chest now, Shivani. <laughs> Who, me? Oh, no, yeah. I'm good. No, we'd, we'd beat y'all's ass this year. We're all right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll probably beat y'all's next year and year after that. And Don't worry. You guys will beat Nick Saban someday. <laughs> yeah, he'll be right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, how'd you end up a Georgia fan in Wisconsin? Um, I grew up with just a uh, – my dad's a large animal vet. 
so he was never home a whole lot and just like Saturdays it's you put on a college football game and I was like 11 I think and I believe it was Hug of Four the guy the wide receiver from Auburn caught the ball ran out of bounds yeah. and the dog attacked yeah. him. And my dad's a vet and I love dogs so as a kid that just you know gets drilled India and I'm like Georgia fan that's, 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 that's plenty. That's all. I've taken three trips to between the hedges. I brought flowers to the graves of the old Uggas. Whoa! Oh that's yeah. Cool. By the way, Georgia co-eds not bad scenery. <laughs> <laughs> Little hint out there if anyone's looking to travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple of Daniel looking between the hedges and the bushes. Oh, hedges, <laughs> hedges bushes, and, and pounding bourbon cokes because apparently that's all y'all drink in Georgia. But yeah, if it's, if it's brown, it's good. Mm -hmm. I got a buddy from, um, I guess, West Tennessee area, and I found out that he was a big, big, big time Georgia fan. And I said, like, So, how did you grow up in Tennessee and become a Georgia fan? He said, Because I saw all the people around me that were redneck Tennessee fans, and I just picked another one. <laughs> see i'm in ohio and i can't stand ohio state because i think the fans are obnoxious oh god they are so i am actually an auburn fan in ohio i i always just kind of it was the uh oh what was the uh that's the Cadillac worst Williams loss of a i've Brown ever heard team. oh yeah 2004 auburn they were just awesome oh yeah jason campbell jason campbell's badass oh yeah that yeah. was my uh, ncaa him, video game team Auburn fan, Man, that was and a uh, Browns fan. How are you like? I'm not on suicide watch. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a Red Sox fan, so I mean we got ups and downs on that one too. So, <laughs> speaking of Boston, like Ryan Edwards. Team. What's up, brother? <laughs> Ryan worked with me at the uh, Huntsville Stars. You were there wow. before I was. Wow. Yeah, it was a three three seasons. Yeah, two, two with you. That was a long two, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, especially since I tore my ACL playing basketball like a week before the season started. And oh, I was kind of canned because Buck was like, dude, you're basically no use to me. Like, I can't. I was like the tarp, you know, grunt. So I couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> so suck me up in the press box with you and Patrick. Cassio, what what'd you do for the Stars? That predated before I moved here. The Stars were gone before I moved here. I was the PA announcer oh, and yeah, music. Was, and so I, I'm a Huntsville native. I, I was going to the Stars games as a kid when they first came here with, you know, Parkway Jose and Mark McGuire and all those guys. And I got to say, not just Askis and Cassio, but I had a lot more fun with you on the PA. <laughs> well, I did it very lucky. We even got hate mail. Ryan can attest to that. We got literal <laughs> letters wrote to the uh, stadium uh because i would be like i was like chicago bulls announcer when the stars players would come up and then when like the opposing uh team would come up be like now batting yeah <laughs> that's how you're supposed to do it right oh, yeah it was who was the dude on i think it was like montgomery or birmingham remember his, he was like jay hoon oh jay hoon ha yeah remember that you like jay jay hoon ha, ha. ha. <laughs> <laughs> you got you, you, yeah. to coach me up cassio because uh i'm i've got that job for the uh the pandas Oh. oh no! Don't take any oh. pointers from me, brother. I got I got hate mail. <laughs> I want uh, hate mail. I got I, lumped I, in. They called me, and uh, Joe Cassett called and said, "Hey, we don't have an announcer. Our guy just retired." As a radio promotion, uh, he asked my my co-host at the time, Cole Kublik, to fill in, and Cole was like, "I'm not calling baseball." And I was like, <laughs> "I mean, if we're just goofing off. I'll do it." And then I sat there for I, th I think six or seven seasons, and ended up being. Yeah, so, so two things. One, I'm all for Cole Kublik taking Gary's seat. Like you, you tweeted the other day. Let's put him up there. And two, you got hate mail from the opposing teams. That means you did a great job. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's yep. good stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, my, my only, my biggest faux pas, well, not my only faux pas, I had a lot of faux pas, but uh, my biggest faux pas was I was also in charge of music 
And so I had to get the batting order lined up. And so they would tell me their walk-up music uh, if they cared. But I would line, I would get the, as everything's doing, I'm like, national anthem, go. And somebody would start singing. And I'm like looking at the batting order and putting everything up. And as I was getting uh, Scooter, Scooter Jeanette, who's now the Brewers, or I think he might have got traded, but Scooter was there. And I was getting his stuff lined. And in the middle of the national anthem, I hit uh, jump around. And I mean, it starts <laughs> blaring. I mean, dead center of the national anthem is like, jump around. Because it's like, and, everybody, and at first, I don't realize it's happening. And then everybody, like, hand on their hearts, turning around. I'm like, yeah, my bad. Don't jump around during that. Right, so, but for context, at that time, you didn't have the beard. Now, if you had had the beard at that time and interrupted the national anthem, you were jihad right there. Oh, I, man. I, 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 I was going to say, they, they hated me anyway. I think I was all right. On <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to get kicked out because it was the time when the Cubs uh, minor league affiliate played three by mice for the umpires. Yeah. And they kicked Rest him out. And that was my whole deal. I was like, please just let me get kicked out of one yeah. game. Please let me play three by mice. Yeah, you Remember when you played Disney RPG. music for all the guys that didn't have music? Yeah, they, the, the players were like, I don't care what my walk-up music is. I'm like, all right. So I play like – It's Raining Man or – Yeah, I would play or Disney music. I would play like Mulan soundtrack. <laughs> and they'd quickly be like, all right, you, I take it back. I do got batting music. <laughs> I picked one. Picked one. Picked one. <laughs> Caps, what would you come out to? Uh, it was different in different places. So the pirates, the pirates did they like cut this thing for me? It was called Big Bull Rider. It was a Toby Keith song. It was, it was pretty cool. I kind of liked it. My wife's over here on the couch laughing at me right now. <laughs> but <clears throat> I thought it was pretty yes. awesome. Why are you and, laughing, Chris? Did you hear? Yes. It? Yeah, no, because I can see Jen laughing, laughing at that, like thinking oh, yeah. that's the most ridiculous like, thing ever. Wait, so you that, you weren't like a you were a fan of the song or anything? They just made it. Yeah, they just made it. I was one of those guys that said I don't care. There and, we go. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they didn't do the Disney music. One of the <laughs> PR guys found this song and they like chopped it up and they played this whole video to it. It was pretty neat. You can it's on YouTube. Uh, I've showed it to my kids and looked it up and showed it to my kids, but. Uh, and then in Washington, they started playing. What was that called? The final countdown. The final countdown. Well, <laughs> you can is that your wife again? <laughs> yeah, here, hang on, I'll turn it around. <laughs> She's yeah. loving this. Hey, we can we can find that one and do a stream share real quick, right? We can watch. I can't remember. You can screen, Yeah, you can find that on YouTube no. and screen share it. Don't His know. video was cool. In Minnesota, it was cool. Uh, John Roush had a really cool one because they played Metallica over it. Yep. He was at What'd you come out to in Minnesota? One weird Dutch guy the size of a house. Seven foot tall. Yeah, he's seven foot yeah. tall. He's got his wedding rings tattooed on his neck, and they zoom in onto it while Metallica's blaring, and he Whoa. just walks out. Gosh. That one was, that one was cool just because I was in, uh, I was even with first base, very first row, but, uh, yeah, but John, I came out and I was like, John Roush don't look like a baseball player. He looked like a pro wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Mike could just replace that name with Kenny Powers. Yeah. <laughs> It was very cool for the twins. Um, I don't. It, it was the final countdown for a little bit because I brought it with me from Washington. And then Justin Morneau picked a song. Uh, I think it was a Pearl Jam song, but I, Did I don't you just remember not hear what it, was. it Like, were you in the zone and like didn't hear music or what? No, you can't. You don't. You're in your, you're in your head. You're. Yeah, you're with your thoughts. It doesn't matter how loud it is or what's going on. You kind of have that tunnel vision. You're you don't hear a whole lot. So you you said you picked the final countdown? No, I didn't. Oh, you um, didn't. The okay. Guys, the Nationals did. So the follow-up question of why is probably irrelevant. Yeah, he was the closer. He's yeah. a closer. 
Final so, countdown. Three, yeah, two, I mean, I figured, I, yeah, but I, I was wondering why, you know, if, if he was like just trying to nail that shit down or, you know. So, so far, Cassio, I think the advice that I've gotten from you and everybody in here is if they don't have walk-up music, play WAP, right? Yeah, yeah. Just play, yeah, yeah play. Don't go, I'm going to pick a good song for them. Pick something awful, and they'll quickly tell you what they want <laughs> to come into. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So I dropped that Cardi B song, that WAP also, song. I also played, uh, Ryan was there for that. I played the... Um, I played the Oompa Loompa song from uh, Willy Wonka when the uh, when the field crew came out to bring the tarp, and oh God, uh, yes. we almost got in fist fight with the groundskeeper there. <laughs> really? Yeah, Kelly did he not came, like that. I mean, me and him are great friends now, but at that moment, he came barreling into the uh, press box. I'm <laughs> like, Jay, Hoon, really? ha! And he comes up and he's like, "Don't you ever fucking play that music again!" I'm like. Uh, dude, it was hilarious. He's like, it is not hilarious. We're busting our ass out here. I was like, I mean, I know. I was trying, it's a rain delay. I'm trying to like, he's like, not funny at all. I'm like, got it. Dude, was busting their ass. Got a short guy complex going on. So. I mean, so, was just, were the Oompa-Loompas were the only people in the factory working. So you're, I mean, that's an Jeff, you're preaching to the choir, brother. Okay. All, all of us were on short leashes down there. We we had we had very thin skin after working multiple years in Huntsville with that stadium. The uh, the, the people. I think you had pulled the tarp like three times that day too. I've, oh, I've, dude, I've, I, I've, oh, it's the worst. I've, I've, I've got I've got a t- I got a Huntsville Stars story for you. So I was <laughs> I was fi- I was 15 and I was the bat boy for the Stars. Right that yes. summer, I ne- I needed a job. And my dad was like, go down to the Huntsville Star and see if they'll hire you. Uh, 2003. Okay. 2003. Yeah. 2002. 2003. Something like that. Yeah. 0203. Anyway, so I go down there and uh, and I, I'd sign up and I'm the bat boy for like a week. And then the general manager, I guess, his name is Buck, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So he 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 comes down and he's like, "Hey man, our uh, our clubby just quit. Do you think that you'd you'd be willing to do that to be the clubhouse attendant?" <laughs> and I was like, "What are you? I'm the bat boy. What are you talking about? He goes, we need somebody to wash the uniforms and and kind of get everything ready, keep the clubhouse clean." So at 15 years old, I was in charge of washing the Huntsville Stars uniforms and ordering the food <laughs> for them and doing all this stuff. And that's like Tony Gwynn Jr. was there and. Trying to thank you out Nelson Cruz, who's now an all-star. I mean, there are a lot of really good players there, but I did that for about a month and they finally hired somebody. But that was a pretty cool summer for me. Uh, pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they were cool stuff. Brewers affiliates then? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's that was so pretty cool. So, but yeah, that's awesome. So that's a cool job for a 15-year-old kid. I know, exactly. I just kind of stumbled into it. It was great. And then, like, Frank Core and McCann came through with the Mississippi Braves. Was that Corey Hart? I think – no, Corey, Corey wasn't there. I think that was after him or before. J.J. Hardy? Um, J.J. was there, yeah. So, at 15, um, at 15 you're, you're ordering food for the team. Yeah, you, man. Uh, here's a list to order from, or so so you so you, you 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 provide them a meal after every game. So like you you keep like you know food in there. You give them an app, a post game meal, and then they they pay for it throughout the week. So they they basically they pay you per day. It's like a per diem that they pay into a pot. But then at the end of a long homestand they'll pay you plus whatever tip you get. So I made, I made a little bit of money on that. It was, but it was, I mean, the experience was cool for me. I didn't care. Who, you know? who so, tipped you, the neat. team or the players? Who, who did what? The, who the, the player, you? the players would tip. The players would tip. But, but so who was the cheap ass? There, there were, there weren't many. There really weren't. Oh, I'm, name drop. I'm, I'm serious. I'm name serious. Shame. Name and shame. Name and shame. I think yeah, but I, this I, is minor leagues. Nobody's got a lot of big yeah, contracts. Nobody had any money. But, yeah, then, but, then, but then again, then again, I probably wasn't expecting much. I mean, I was like 15 years old. I didn't, I didn't care. I was like, this is the greatest job ever. You're gonna hang yeah, around with big leaguers. Ryan, did you ever do clubby work? There was that one dude that played. Um, God, I told the Brewers VP of Player Development to trade his ass when I was drunk at winter meetings in Dallas in 2011. <laughs> 
his name was Je- uh, Jed, was it not, not Jed Lowry, but yeah. Brett, oh, Brett Lowry. You remember him, right? He broke his bat. Remember? He yeah. broke his bat at like our 11 a.m. kids game in front of like a couple hundred kids. <laughs> oh, no. Wicked loud. And everybody in the stadium heard him because there was like 400 people there. And like it, he was the worst. But that guy, he he was, a, they called him the signing bonus baby. Everybody on the team hated him because he got like four million bucks as a signing bonus. And he was the biggest douchebag in the world. And, uh, yeah, they finally traded him to, I think, Toronto or Oakland in, like, a major pitching deal, something like that. But Ryan's yeah. not scared. He's name-dropping. Y'all get ready. Oh, there you go. Dude, I, there's, there's a player not to be named that came off the uh, the second pop for marijuana that Spice and, and K, whatever, back in the day was, was very popular. And let's just say that person was in my apartment more than once. Apartment at the Huntington? Yes, yeah, at the Huntington. Yeah. There it is. Said he won't be named. What's his is, is there a rhyme? Is it rhyme with anything? Uh, let's just say he's like an all-star pitcher right now out there, reliever. Caps. What are you doing? <laughs> Matt Caps. I want Matt Caps. What a Chris, when you're 15 and you're in charge of ordering food for this this minor league team, did they tell you these are the restaurants, these are the menus, these are their orders, or did you just get carte blanche of you have this? No, much yeah, yeah, you 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 go to like like Rosie's or Little Rosie's or I don't know uh, Chicken Ruby Pockets. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, it's caps. You know, I mean, it's just like, Chicken Pockets. It's not. It's 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 not like some like elaborate meal it's like hey oh, look yeah. guys here's here's here's, here's, here's three here's, <laughs> here's 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 three trays of spaghetti from Carabas that's right whatever, i was know? wondering it's if you like, had like if you had the budget for like no 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 fuck no, up no, a deal no. with rollos <laughs> nah, yeah there there wasn't there, there wasn't much of a budget there it was like you know, hey, Buck let you sure. trade out like uh, so like I, I used to work with the clubby to to give him some of my inventory for like outfit wall signs so he could basically get those meals for free and not have to pay out of his pocket. Did you did Buck let and you And then he that? got paid? Yeah, so he it was basically okay. all so the, the team that, I, would, I would give him inventory to, to do like program ads or like an outfit wall sign and he'd go to like like he was Chris was saying like uh, Rosie's and Rosie's would say, "Okay, we'll we'll furnish meals for every like Tuesday night home game," and it wouldn't come out of Chris's pocket. Whereas normally he would have to pay for that out of pocket, and then hope he gets it back in tips and and all that. So yeah, Buck would always let the guys do that, and then they just work with me to to take the inventory. But those guys made bank if they they traded out. I mean. The, that last really creepy dude that we had, Cassio, the last year that I was there. I forget what his – the really big dude with his son that was even creepier. Um, oh, shit, that was me, dude. That's <laughs> no, me. No, he's like Shrek. He literally looks like Shrek. <laughs> but uh, That work there? Yeah, he was the Huntsville Havoc. Uh, uh, yeah, well, no, we're not going to name names. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're not throwing clay under the bus right cassia no no it definitely was not clay is it caps you ordered chicken pockets the chicken pocket tacos at little rosie's are fantastic that's the bomb chicken pockets. i was gonna mention that earlier i didn't realize i was muted i was gonna like i've never been a minor league baseball player before but i have been and probably still am currently poor i don't know what a chicken pocket is the sounds like chicken... something i'd probably grow up on the Dig chicken pocket, pocket taco. tacos at Little Rosie's are fantastic. On what is that Whitesburg Drive? Yeah, yeah, they are fantastic. What I, get, I, 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 I get that. I get that plus jalapenos, and that's that's the jam right there. Plus. What is it? Uh, you're not, where are you from? I'm from Atlanta. Well, I'm from Douglasville, Georgia. I live in Roswell, Georgia, now a little north of Atlanta. And but my wife's time in in pro ball. So how how do you know Little Rosie's? My wife is from Huntsville. She went to Grissom. Oh, okay. She went to what? She went to Grissom. Oh, what year she graduated? Uh, 2000. Oh, shit. I was long gone. <laughs> I was nine years old. <laughs> nice. Speaking of uh, 
Speaking of chicken pocket, it's his my buddy's nickname, Steve Hall, in the house. Uh, what's up, Steve? What's up, fellas? How you doing? We got him chicken pocket. What are you eating? Give him a second. He's eating chicken pocket. That's exactly what he's eating. Uh, roots. Some roots. Vegan ice cream. Is this uh, roots? Black, roots, black bean hummus, and uh, orange bell pepper. Food him. What's that, Descartes? Food him. Get him out of here. <laughs> Get him out of here. Unless that's cold word, cold words for mushrooms. We don't want it in here. <laughs> that's why I'm here. We're, we're, I he thinks he's really at a party right now. He's so high on mushrooms. <laughs> we just lost somebody. Who did we lose? Chris. The story he's was so boring. Somebody went to hang himself. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, uh, Steve is a uh, Steve is a concert promoter, uh, so you've been really busy in 2020. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, what are you doing? First of all, you spent like most of the year in Amsterdam. In Belgium, yeah. So, and Trader Joe's. So this is crazy. I don't even know if I told you, Cassio. I just show on like March 14th. My sister lives in Belgium. My brother-in-law was working in Dubai at the time. I was like, had no idea what the hell's going on with the pandemic. I just knew that if my sister got sick, who's gonna look after my niece and nephew? And I knew I wasn't gonna be working for just a few months, right? <laughs> just so a few weeks. Just I bought a ticket and I bolted to Belgium. I didn't even know if they were gonna let me in the country. I mean, it was like, it was this like March 14th, March or March 14th was my last show. I flew out on March 17th. I remember flying out of or flying from London to Belgium, taking my jacket off just so I'm in a t-shirt. So I didn't even have, so I didn't look like I was sweaty or anything because I was like, if I look like I'm sweating and I've got a fever or something, they might not send me in, the, let me in the country. And can I get back to the United States at this point? It was crazy and so I ended up staying there for like five and a half months just chilling out with my sister niece and nephew going to parks and robbing old ladies that kind of <laughs> shit, <you know? laughs> speaking of how do you know what no means you're you don't speak Belgium you know what I mean <laughs> what so do you have anything on the books what are you doing no my um my 2027 concert calendar is looking really good Obviously, you have no shows on the books. You're eating bell pepper with hummus. <laughs> yeah, now I feel bad. homeless people that get this from them too. <laughs> on your way to Belgium next trip, you need to go by Sweden. Did y'all see that uh, McDonald's in Sweden opened up a barbershop? No, I saw that. Yeah, they're making the haircut so you can get the golden arches. You can get the butt cut. Yeah, it's almost one half of what Steve's got going right now. If you take another strand on the other side, it's what they're cutting it. I mean, I can Venmo you at 10 bucks so you can go, you know, to something good, a Zaxby's. What are you guys got down there in the summer? <laughs> Zaxby's? <laughs> that would be uh, oh, what's the chicken finger Bojangles. place? No, I can't. no not Bojangles. Yeah, um, we're getting chicken You can go to a Guthrie's. Oh, yeah. Guthrie's. Guthrie's, yeah. Their coleslaw, something different in that. So do you guys, so Cassio, is this a regular thing? This is the first one we've done. Look, there's okay. the haircut. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Steve, you <laughs> need this. That is the sweetest cut right there. You need that cut right there, buddy. <laughs> the golden Apparently, M. it's becoming a thing out there in Sweden again. That's why they're bringing it. That's why they're, they're bringing the shop out, so you can go get that cut, because it's coming back. Hey, if this pandemic gets much worse, I might have this, this stay out, stay as stressed out as I have been this year. I'll be having the same haircut as Casio before I know it. I just fell out naturally during the pandemic. Right. <laughs> I hear you. No, mine was going. I love everybody's like, you're going to let it grow back. I'm like, no, Jesus already took the wheel on that, brother. <laughs> it, was, it was going already. I just sped the trip up. I dropped my hammer down. Grow back. You mean the one hair that was still growing? <laughs> yeah, I, was say, I was grooming it. I look like 
Cassie, Mr. Burns when did you do from that? What's that? When did you do that? Uh, it's been about a year now, October. It's been a while, yeah. yeah. I did it last October because I did, I raised money, or maybe a little bit before that, August. Yeah, we sent you a couple of bucks. Come on. Yeah, I still get stuff in the oh, mail. Oh, I was hoping your wife was going to leave you, so <laughs> then she ended up kind of liking it. Hey, wife. <laughs> Big booty Judy. She might be asleep. She's going to be still getting stuff in the mail from downtown Mission looking for uh, more donations. So <laughs> we got to figure out another fundraiser for him. Who is? Hey, did you ever... Yeah. They're always looking. For... Yeah, they they need a lot of stuff, man. That was a, that was a fun time. Yeah. Did, did you ever figure out who sent you those hissing crickets, Castillo? Hissing cockroaches? Did... No. Yeah. Uh, so for those that don't know, I do a... Uh, I do a once a month PO box episode where anybody can send anything to my PO box. And, uh, we had, I think it was the second one. Somebody from England sent, uh, hissing cockroaches and, uh, <laughs> it was I, chaos. I'm going to send I'd you be curious. <laughs> What's that? No. Have you seen those things where you can send like a bag? My wife sent sent one to me before. She sent me like a bag of dicks at work because I was being an asshole one week. Uh, yeah, no, I got them somewhere. Somebody's already sent me a bag of dicks. I've got yeah. uh, glitter bombs that blew up in my face. Yeah. For some reason, everybody sends me anything phallic. I don't know if you can see over my shoulder over here. Yeah. No. Uh, it's it's my man, the meme. Joe, yeah. Looks like Joe Boo. <laughs> <laughs> is he going red hot chili peppers on that thing covering it up or what has he got a sock on it chili pepper style oh shit. shit oh my god that's awesome those those the the banana hammock he probably shouldn't do it but <laughs> on the Caribbean. but it bobbles oh, oh god <laughs> you're banned oh and let's get this man I'm curious that's what I'm getting you for Christmas uh, I've already, I've already got it. Good something <laughs> It's probably the Minnesota fans that sent it to him. Yeah, probably. I did not send him the, the hissing cockroach. I haven't sent you anything. I just saw it. Doug Markham lost his mind, and I went, "Oh, those yeah." Well, my wife took it out of the box because you don't expect anything alive, and they started <laughs> making their hissing noises. And then my wife, who was an animal freak, talking about the cockroaches or the bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> there's the same size uh the cockroaches she like got one on her hand and it immediately dropped it and it and chaos absolutely ensued so uh, if you're doing a p.o box thing i'd love to see what those kids who were in here at the beginning would send you so yeah in case y'all y'all missed it uh, some of y'all came in late um right when we first started since we opened it up to everybody some some uh, they sounded 12 probably uh, just old enough to, they got in the mic and went, I want to see vagina. <laughs> like right out of the gate. And so, yeah. <laughs> that was Steve under his different name. That's why he was like, that was you at 12 years old. This just got awkward. Actually, that was, that was me. And that's, I came in late because I had to go back out and log in under this name. It's yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. What's the football game doing? I, I still want to see vagina. I don't want to talk about it. Uh -oh. it's, it's gotten ugly for, for the yeah, I don't talk about it. Now he's trying to dig himself out of a hole. Cleveland is? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a 14 point 20. game late in the third. Ravens are up. Oh, speaking of phallic symbols, I also got this mailed to me. It's a stuffed <laughs> micropene. What? <laughs> what? I get all kind of stuff. I get this, the toe of Satan. Supposed to, you're supposed to lick it. I looked at it. It was bad. It was really bad. Really bad. I got to get a podcast. Yeah, they just Have you done the, uh, the, Has anybody sent you the one chip challenge yet? Not the one chip. No, I got a Thor's hammer uh, for some reason. Uh, this, I talk this, about this. Little Debbie on my podcast so much. They sent me a, a Christmas box of... Uh, Snack cakes and a scarf and a beanie. Little Debbie's uh, dip. What's that? By the way, their dip is their dip is good. That they sent you the recipe for. Yeah, the Chris. They sent me Christmas tree cake. No yeah. joke. Really? They, 
What we got? Uh, Bean boozled. Oh, see, everything's phallic. Here's a uh, here's a coloring book book called Glorious Dicks. I don't know what everybody. <laughs> I don't know why everybody thinks it's hilarious. But are half of those like Jimbo just messing with you? Just different addresses? Nah, he he's got a radio salary too. He can't afford to mail stuff. Yeah, he doesn't have, he doesn't have that kind of that kind of dedication. <laughs> he can't afford stamps. <laughs> This, 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 this. I went to, to uh, Chattanooga to help a friend move a couple of years ago and, and came across that little Debbie Boulevard or whatever it is that goes to the plant. And now I can't remember if I if I sent you, if took a picture and sent it to you or not, but I definitely thought about you when I saw little Debbie. Yeah, you Look, didn't, man. so you probably didn't. That, the radio salary joke was funny, but it hurts, man. It physically hurts. <laughs> physically hurts. I do a screenshot, Cassio. You're um... – you know, Spotify gives you the annual wrap up last week at the beginning of December, and you had my number three podcast on all Spotify for 2020. Come on, man, it's awesome. Number two was Antonio. You forgot to tell you he doesn't listen to podcasts. I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah, the other number one was Martha Stewart, and number right. two was Caps. How to make hummus every week? Yes. <laughs> it's a new hummus <laughs> recipe. I don't right, think fellas, I've heard a, a Littlefoot song before. Like, what's I, that? Like that's your number one band, right? Little Littlefoot or Little Feet? Little Feet this year. I've yeah. never that's heard. Gra- Little Feet's my grass cutting album, so it, it ended up being it really skewed my Spotify because I hit it this summer, man. <laughs> I never, I've never heard a song of theirs. What? The Cassios. Nope. Oh, what? Dixie if you're getting ready to wrap, you're getting ready to wrap it up, Cassio. I'm gonna go hop on some video games if you want to. If you want to join in there with me. Yeah, I love – he's the only sports guy I know that uh, – I mean, not that I've ever listened to a show, but they're like, how's the Monday night game? Well, I mean, I didn't see it. I was playing video games. But. <laughs> uh, in, look, in my defense – Just hot takes like, after playing video games. In my defense, it was like the Jets and somebody else. Who cares? I mean, come, give me they a don't break. play every week. Yeah. All right. Thank you, man. Tony Mack for jumping in. Jeff, Chris Allen, thank you. Caps. Yeah, Appreciate buddy. It, bro. We need Thanks a sequel. For- Who thinks we should have a spinoff where I just talk to Caps? That's what I need. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. I'll get Chris, on there with you. Chris, how that happens gonna... since you're his handler? <laughs> I'm, I'm just his hype man. Not the handler. <laughs> yeah. So are we doing this tomorrow? Because uh, I like I like the bar in my house better than I like the bar down the street. <laughs> no, we'll definitely do this again. This was fun, though. Maybe we should have a New Year's party for all us sad people that said that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but in two weeks, we got the Christmas special. We're doing a, other uh, unboxing, although I don't know if anything's going to come in because the postal system's really What's in the box. Taking, yeah, no, that's that's coming. Conrad tweeted literally to send you shit. He literally said someone poop in a box and sent it to you on Twitter. Yeah, we didn't get poop. Uh, I've got everything <laughs> else, though. I'm not going to do it, but I got a dog that can take a shit in a box. <laughs> Uh, you should video it at least, That's especially if you're going to send it. I want proof that it was fresh. <laughs> I mean, proof that it was actually the dog shitting in the box. Yeah, I need it straight from the tap. Don't be random doing a, a random dog. It's going to be a hungover <laughs> two in the afternoon on a Sunday shit. It's what you're getting. Yeah, Nothing no, about I, need, I need to know where the source is coming from. I'm all organic be, on my dog there's food. There's corn in there. We know what's up. all right i should say we stopped before we get embarrassed but i think we already did what do you got steve steve you got toilet paper back there no it's just just paper towels that's hard to come by these days yeah you gotta clean the hummus off your keyboard sometimes it it doubles as toilet paper when times are tough You know, Boy, Steve's my dude just... when he's got paper towels and cleaning solution right by his computer. All right. <laughs> so that, he didn't just hold, that, was, that was not a bottle of lotion he just held up with his paper towels, right? No, it was cleaning. That was, that was keyboard lube is what that was. It's just to keep keyboard fresh. That's, That's all. multi-purpose. I'm, I'm I hope I'm, better hope I'm not using that for lube. Times are hard, man. Times are hard. Times are hard, and so am I. Better off using lube. I had about six outs we could have took, and they were all going to be great. And now we're just spiraling out of control here. Now we're spiraling. Fun, man. 
anyway thank y'all uh, we had a we had a bunch of people that popped in that didn't have video appreciate y'all watching i don't know that was pretty creepy that you just sat there the whole time but <laughs> i'm not gonna call you out but thank y'all for watching chris allen Creed. caps appreciate it steve ryan from boston daniel decart macbeth in the house jeff york my man let's do a deal together soon yeah before we get some soup adios bitch <laughs>